Welcome back to yet another MTG podcast. As always, I am your host, Nigel, and today is Commander Quick Take Saturday. But it's not just Commander Quick Take Saturday. Phyrexia All Will Be One pre-release weekend is happening right now. I thought it would be appropriate to talk about a new commander option we are getting from this set. Now, honestly, as I was doing research into this set, because I haven't seen a whole lot of spoilers so far, I just completely missed spoiler season. There's just so much going on, so many cards being released all the time, I just didn't catch all of the new commander options. So scrolling around EDA Trek and looking at all the legendary creatures, there aren't honestly a lot of new commanders per se. A lot of the legendary creatures from this set look to be in the to go in the 99 of a lot of decks. I mean, it's that white legendary thing that gets an indestructible counter that is just anointed procession. Yeah, that's going to see a lot of play in token decks and some of the other ones too. But there's not really a whole lot of commanders from the set, you know, legendary creatures that I would say, oh, this one's supposed to be built around. Maybe besides Atroxa, but we still don't know what battle cards are anyway. Long story short, the legendary creature I chose to look at today is Malkator, Purity Overseer. Malkator is a legendary Phyrexian Elephant Wizard. Interesting combination of types there. For one white and a blue that reads, When Malkator enters the battlefield, create a 3-3 colorless Phyrexian Golem artifact creature token. At the beginning of your end step, if three or more artifacts enter the battlefield under your control this turn, create a 3-3 colorless Phyrexian Golem artifact creature token. And Malkator is a 1-1. This commander is... Obviously, looking at the color combinations and what the commander does, most likely going to be a blink and artifact-focused build. The easiest way to trigger Malkator every turn is to blink our artifacts while also casting them. If we blink Malkator, even better, since he makes a 3-3 artifact for us. Also, there is a cycle of common and uncommon cards that all care about golems and make them on ETB, which is cool to see them actually fit in the 99 of a commander. Well, speaking of the 99, let's dive right into it. Starting right off with category number one, we have Golem Army. So these are the common and uncommon and one rare, sorry, one of them is rare, that enter the battlefield and make a 3-3 Golem. Master Splicer is first up. It is three and a white for an artificer that enters the battlefield, makes a 3-3 Golem. But he also says Golems you control get plus one, plus one. So this is going to be an anthem for our Golems. All of these creatures are all going to do something very similar. They're going to enter, make a 3-3 Golem, and then add either an Anthem, a Keyword. Let's just look at the next one. Wing Splicer. This one's a blue human artificer. It's three and a blue for a 1-1 that when it enters the battlefield, we make a 3-3 colorless Golem artifact creature token. And it says Golem creatures we control have flying. Well, that's about the best Keyword that we can give to our entire Golem army, so... Obviously, this is going to go in the deck. Blade Slicer. This is the rare card that is that enters and makes a golem. Blade Slicer is a two and a white creature human artificer. It says when it enters the battlefield, it makes a 3-3 colorless golem artifact creature token. I'm going to get really good at saying that this episode. Golems you control have first strike. So this one is only three mana as opposed to four. It enters the battlefield and obviously makes a golem. And it gives them first strike. First Strike is obviously not, like, the worst keyword to give, but it's, all, you know, it, First Strike is so-so when you're giving it to 3-3s. Three but if we have other ways to pump all of our artifact creatures, because there's a lot of ways to do that right now, then it's going to be a lot more relevant. It also helps us get around Death Touch, which could be a little tricky. And the last one is Sensor Splicer. 
It is a 4 and a white, 1-1 one, one Phyrexian Artificer that when it enters the battlefield, it makes a 3-3 three, three colorless Phyrexian Golem artifact creature token. And it says, Golem creatures you control have Vigilance. That is definitely worth the 5 mana investment. Vigilance is definitely going to be a stellar keyword when it comes to this deck, since we can then defend with our Golems and we can be aggressive with them. And the last card that is going to be really good in helping keep a ton of golems on the board, and is going to help trigger our commander, Golem Foundry. Golem Foundry is a three colorless mana artifact that says whenever we cast an artifact spell, we can put a charge counter on it. And we can remove three of those counters to make a 3-3 golem artifact creature token. Again, it's just another way to produce golems throughout the game. A lot of the cards that we are playing are artifacts, and it's going to help trigger our commander by getting three artifacts every turn. Speaking of artifacts, how are ways that we can get said artifacts onto the battlefield? Well, thanks to Psy Master Thopterist, it's going to be really easy. Psy Master Thopterist is a two and a blue legendary creature human artificer that says, whenever you cast an artifact spell, create a 1-1 one, one Thopter artifact creature token with flying. You can also pay one and a blue sacrifice two artifacts to draw a card. So not only is he going to help trigger our commander, he's also going to be some card draw in the late game. So Psy is definitely going to be an auto-include. Again, a lot of the cards we are playing are artifacts. So every time that we cast one, he's going to make us a 1-1 Thopter. Golem Foundry, which was the last card I talked about, is going to get charge counters, and it's going to spit out golems. Another artifact that is really good for this deck, and also happens to be a golem, which is really good with all of the splicers, is Bronze Guardian. Bronze Guardian is a four and a white double strike artifact creature golem. He has Ward 2, and he says other artifacts you control have Ward 2, and his power is equal to the number of artifacts you control. He has a star 5, so you're going to have a lot of artifact creatures. You're going to have a lot of artifacts. He is going to be a giant beater, and if we have, like, Wing Splicer out to give him flying, and if we can give him vigilance, he is going to be almost a win con, basically. He's going to be huge. You can just keep swinging him at people. He has double strike. Card is crazy. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, all of these cards that I have said so far are all, like, a dollar or under. Size, I think, like, a dollar twenty-five, but all the others are well under a dollar. So, so far, this is looking like a budget deck, almost. Well, now I'm about to ruin that, because we're going to talk about Mirrodin Besieged. Mirrodin Besieged is a two and a blue enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, choose Mirrodin, Mirin, Mirrodin, Mirin, Mirin, or Phyrexian. Man, that is small, and I can't read it. Mirin says, whenever you cast an artifact spell, create a 1-1 one, one colorless mirror artifact creature token. Again, this is kind of like Psy, but on an enchantment, so it's harder to remove. Phyrexian, though, on the other hand, is a little bit of a card draw. I guess it's a loot effect. At the beginning of your end step, draw a card, then discard a card. Then, if you have 15 or more artifact cards in your graveyard, target opponent loses the game. So you can also just use this as a win con. I don't know how reliable that is going to be, but if you want to shoot for it, be, be my guest. Go for it. I've never actually seen anybody use that to kill someone, so that'd be really cool if you could do it. But usually you're going to be using this for the mirror inside. Whenever you cast an artifact spell, you're going to create another mirror, which is just like Psy, except the mirrors don't have flying. I could see this card going up in price maybe a little bit more. It's sitting around the $7-$8 mark. 
But because of Mere Tribal being such a big thing from this set, uh, I could see that this card spiking maybe just a bit. Alright, well now that we've talked about all the artifacts, artifact creatures, and golem cards, it's time to blink these cards. That's right, golems can blink. If we can blink all of those splicer creatures, like Master Splicer, Wing Splicer, Blade Splicer, Sensor Splicer, and just keep making ginormous golem threats, we can just take over the board super easily. So starting off with number one, we have Ephemerate. Of course, the solid one mana instant blink that is a two for one. It is a one white mana instant that says exile target creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. And it has rebound. So if you cast this spell from your hand, you can exile it as it resolves. At the beginning of your next upkeep, you may cast this card from exile without paying its mana cost. So basically, the next turn you will get to cast it for free. So for one white mana, you get to blink two things. Pretty good value. Again, right under a dollar, sitting at 99 cents. And right as I point that out, we're about to talk about a card that is not very budget-friendly. Thassa Deep Dwelling is a 3 and a blue legendary enchantment creature god. She is indestructible, and as long as your devotion to blue is less than 5, Thassa isn't a creature. At the beginning of your end step, exile up to one other target creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under your control. And she can pay 3 and a blue to tap another target creature, and she's a 6-5. The only relevant text that we care about on all of that paragraph was at the beginning of our end step, we can exile a creature and bring it back to play. So every turn we can blink something, whether it be a thing that makes a golem, whether it just be another artifact to help trigger our commander so it spits out a golem at the end of turn. And a card that does the exact same thing that is a little bit more budget friendly is Teleportation Circle. It is literally three in a white that reads exactly the same. At the beginning of your end step, you may exile up to one target artifact or creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. Again, you might want to run both, so then you have, you know, two effects. Basically, you're running two of the same card. And then, you know, if you have both out, then you're getting more value. Well, now we have cards that blink individual targets, but what about blinking our entire board? Well, Brago King Eternal is still one of the strongest blink cards that has ever been printed. For two colorless, a white and a blue, you get a legendary creature spirit noble with flying. Also, whenever he deals damage to a player, exile any tumber of non-land permanents you control, then return those cards to the battlefield under their owner's control. So all you gotta do is connect on an opponent with Brago, and you get to blink your entire board. There is also spells that do it for us. We don't even have to deal combat damage with uh, Lazelle's Acrobatics. Lazelle's? Lazelle's? Lazelle. Lazelle's Acrobatics. That's what we're going with. For three and a white instant, you can exile all non-token creatures you control, then roll a d20. On a one through nine, you get to return those cards to the battlefield under their owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. And if you roll a 10 through 20, return those cards to the battlefield under their owner's control, then exile them again. Return those cards to the battlefield under their owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. So this card is pretty amazing. It can also just evade a board wipe. It can blink our things twice, which is a 50-50 chance of that happening. 1 through 9 and 10 through 20. That is like super good odds for one of these cards. It is an instant, so we can react. 
This card is amazing for Link Debts. It's like 50 cents. I don't know why this card is so cheap. This card is amazing for any Blink strategies. It is like the automatic go-to instant for any of these kinds of decks. Well, I think that about wraps up looking at the 99 almost. We have ways to make golems. We have ways to create more artifacts. And we have ways to Blink all of them. But yeah, that was, that was our strategy. So I think that about wraps it up for like all the specific cards we need. Obviously, we're going to need more artifacts. Obviously, we're going to need more Blink stuff. But you could find those pretty easily. I'm just very excited that all of the Splicers have an actual home and seem really, really good. Well, again, that about wraps it up looking at some sweet cards to include in the 99. Malkator seems like a really interesting Blink deck that actually wins by swinging in with an army of golems. If I were to build any commander from this set, I would definitely choose this one. You know how much I love Flicker decks and... I think this one is unique enough that I wouldn't feel like I was playing the same old strategy with just a different commander. Well, anyway, I think that's about going to wrap it up for this quick take episode. I will catch you Wednesday for your regular scheduled dose of yet another MTG podcast.